Welcome to the St Albans podcast, bringing you news, views and reviews for the city and district of St Albans. Welcome to a special bonus edition of the uh, St Albans podcast uh, with me, Danny Smith, accompanied once again by our very own uh, sort of musicals correspondent. He's, he, the other week he was opera, now it's it's uh, sort of more uh, popular musicals, musical theatre. It's Alan Bellinger. One of my many hats, Danny. Yeah. It's great, great to be with you. And what a show we had tonight. Yeah, there were several strings to Alan's bow. And uh, and yes, he, he likes a musical as well, it would seem. And so uh, we were the guests of the Harpenden Musical Theatre Company uh, and and we've just got back now. We're recording this uh, straight after we've just seen Follies, which is on at the Eric Morecambe Centre. And this is on uh, until the 1st of April. Uh, so uh, this is on yeah, Thursday and Friday at 7.30pm and then on Saturday the 1st of April, 2.30 and 7.30pm. Uh, and, and we'll put the links in the episode description as to for where you can get tickets and more information. But, um, yeah, we saw Follies. Uh, and give us a quick overview, Alan, of the story of Follies, the, 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 you know, the plot, such as it is. So it's like, slightly convoluted, isn't it? So uh, the, the scene is set in, uh, in this New York theatre. Um, it was a great, great theatre with lots of musicals and, um, and lots of Follies um, running for some time. Um, but unfortunately, the, the theatre was um, about to be demolished for uh, to build a parking lot in New York City. Um, and so just before it's demolished, they brought all the cast back for one last reunion. And it was... Uh, and, and so the, the, the story that we saw was all set within that, within that reunion. Um, there, were, there were four stars um, that were the key ones. Um, yeah, so, um, so, so this show was... Uh, was basically, you know, we had we had the the, the modern day setting, which it, which in fact was from when the musical was written and when it first came out, which was the early seventies. But but that didn't matter so much, really. It was just present day. But it was they were kind of these these former performers of this this fo- former fabulous um, uh, theatre uh, were were kind of haunted by the ghosts of their former selves. Indeed, yes. The um, it was all set as a reunion for in, in, as people that were. Um, performing 20, 30, 40 years before that. Yeah. And, uh, and as it was part of that reunion, um, the, so the leads had um, their, their, their former selves come back and uh, so they were able to face their, yeah. so their as an former o- selves. As an audience, as, as the audience, we could see their, their, their former selves, their younger selves and their, themselves in the current day. Yes. And, and they did that rather well, didn't they? I thought they did it brilliantly. And, and they... The younger one, the older one, reacted very well together in in, in all four of the cases. There's, and and there's, there's six in all because uh, yeah, okay. So so that was the that's the basic story. Um, the the most what would be the most sort of um the f- sort of the most famous songs that people might know? There was one that I knew, which was um, "Losing My Mind," uh, which was quite near the end of the uh, the second act. Uh, but were there others that you were familiar with? Well, I'm I'm still here, and you're gone. You're gone tomorrow, or two that I remembered from from seeing it in the past. Um, but I'm not sure whether they they finally whether they made the hit parade or not. But they're, <laughs> they're all good numbers. Yeah. So, well, I mean, people might well be familiar with with some of them from various um, places. But yeah, that certainly yep. Liza Minnelli and the Pet Shop Boys had had a big hit single with uh, <laughs> "Losing My Mind" back in the '80s, as you discovered in the car on the way home. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Alan was there tapping his foot along to that one. Uh, <laughs> but, the the, the way it's done, the musical is very different, though, isn't it? it yeah. It, it was written by Sondheim. And it was it's a it's a t- traditional Sondheim musical, to my mind. Um, really well written, I thought. Really, the, the lyrics are very good, and the 
are very tuneful. Mm. Um, I thought they did a wonderful job with the set design as well. Oh, that was excellent, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. And, and the way and the way they actually brought the uh, the actors out into the auditorium as well. As yes. Yeah, so they it. had a bit of a, like an overspill out into the the wings of the auditorium where there were some tables and chairs, and, and occasionally there were people from the cast that came down and sat in those, and then yes. went back up onto the stage. Just because they were in the reunion, and but they were they were not in the major part at yeah. that point, and. And, but all part of the, I thought that was that was really well done. Yeah, yeah, remarkably well done. Uh, and, and there was one um, number near the end where there was um, a, a sort of almost slapstick and a bed, and I thought that was rather well done. Was, well. And the choreography there was great, wasn't it? Absolutely, and, and all the way through, I thought the dance was was excellent. I thought yeah. the um, they did a tap dance, didn't they, just towards the end of the of the first um, half? Yeah, and. That, I just first that, act, Alan. First it's act, not football. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's um, the, the, yeah. I thought that tap dancing was just was just brilliant. Yeah, it, it, it was, and, and it, all of the choreography was really good. And another thing that really struck me as well were the, were the costumes. I thought that they they oh. had some wonderful uh, costumes. The the wardrobe. Sometimes when you when you see um, local theatre. Uh, I've noticed that occasionally on the men in particular the suits don't always fit because <laughs> suits are not cheap and, and you know that, that you, you sort of get what you're given and, and sometimes you can see um, a- actors whose arms are too long for their jackets or too short or but but it looks it, the, all the men's suits looked very well fitted and um, the, the, the costumes the, the, the various dressings the sequins and, and all of the the, 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 the razzmatazz of the, the, the ladies uh, costumes was just tremendous wasn't it and it's quite a large cast yeah, it's quite a large cast, and they had lots of, of costume changes all the way through. So, yeah, the, that, the costume work, work was just was just really, really good. I thought. Yeah. Now we haven't yet mentioned, but we should come on to the performances because there was some pretty strong performances in there, weren't there? Just brilliant. Yeah. Just, just brilliant. Yes. Um, the the guy who who played um, Ben, I thought, I thought Ben was just just brilliant so he was kind of like the main um, he, he, male um, he, he and Buddy were the he? two male yeah. um, main ones and they I, they were just they were just really good and, and, and Phyllis as well um, who most of the time was Ben's partner mm. um, yeah I, I was, was starting to get confused because you had to kind of remember who arrived with who didn't you because there did seem to be a little bit of interchange shall we say there was there was definitely a little bit of swapping going yeah. on <laughs> But um, that was all part of the plot, and we're not going to divulge any more of, of, of that because it would spoil it. But uh, it's, um, it's it, it was really good, and, and I thought there were some really good humorous lines in there as well that that really made mm. it. Yeah, so it's a great performance. The music was great as well. The, mm. the, the the music was very well performed, and um, and one of the things that that has been explained to me before that that is um, something that maybe the an average audience member may not appreciate, but. Whilst they've been rehearsing this for several months, they've only been rehearsing with an orchestra, with that orchestra, for a couple of days. And it makes such a big difference. So up until that point, they'd have been rehearsing perhaps with a pianist or, or maybe even using backing tracks, I don't know. And then, you know, a couple of days before, they rehearsed with the orchestra. And it changes things. And, yeah. they ha- and, it, and it, it must then suddenly need slight readjustments on their timings, on, 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 on learning the cues from one another, because uh, the music will, will be the cues in many instances, but sometimes it'll be dialogue or, or, an, or a particular action from a, from a performer that necessitates that then the next part of the music. Exactly. And, and I, the dance as well, because it's, it's not the largest stage, and there was a, it was a large cast. So mm. uh, the, um, 
the logistics of all of that were just very, very, yeah. very good. Is it me, or, or did that stage seem smaller than the Auburn Arena? I mean, the uh, auditorium's smaller, but but it looked to me like the stage was smaller. I, I thought it was, yes. Yeah. I thought it was. So they may have brought it in a little bit at the side. But yeah. So they did a particularly good job then with the with the choreography and the set design if they, they had a smaller space to, to use as well. That, well, I, I just thought, yes, that was, that was excellent. And, and they were all well-timed and... Um, Moved together very well. I thought the, and of course with the follies, you've got you've you've got to be in time and you've got to be all, all together. So uh, yes, because they're playing professional singers and dancers. So, so you know that that must put an additional challenge on it. In some musicals, of course, the characters could be anything, but they they were playing um, musical performers exactly. So, so that the, the, there has to be an extra special attention to detail, I guess. And the show is demanding from that point of view because. Um, Certainly, the, the 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 main performers a have to be actors, b have to be able to sing, and c have to be able to dance, and that's um, that's a that's quite a fairly comprehensive skill set. Yeah, yeah. So well done, everybody involved. Uh, well done, especially to the director who who was a guest on our show just the other week. So well done to Linda uh, Dine for pulling it all together, and uh, and I guess as well the musical director Mike Payne and Jason Allen Lane, the choreographer, all did a tremendous job in pulling that together and and bringing the best of performances out of. What a very talented bunch of people. And just reminding us how brilliant live theatre is. It's, yeah. Uh, it, it really did. It yeah. really made a fantastic evening this evening. And, what, and again, how spoiled we are locally to have so many talented local groups performing like this. So that's uh, the Harperton Musical Theatre Company with their uh, show Follies, uh, originally by Stephen Sondheim, of course. And that's on until the 1st of April at the Eric Morecambe Centre in Harpenden. Uh, do uh, make sure you know where you're parking. Um, good bit of advice for me. The, the old sat-nav took us straight to the theatre, but it wasn't to the car park. And I had to drop Alan off and then go off on a, on a magical mystery tour trying to find where to leave the car. But, but there's that car park up in Amonbury Lane, and that's, that's the place to aim for. There you go. Uh, so, yeah, that's on till the 1st of April. Uh, on the Saturday, there is a matinee as well. More information at the Eric Morecambe Centre website, which is where you can get your tickets. Links in this episode description right now. Uh, Alan, thank you very much once again for being my theatre buddy and, uh, and helping uh, us to, to sort of bring to the listeners something of the experience of the show. I'm just going to mention as well that the Hampton Musical Theatre Company are already promoting their next show, which is on in October, so it's a long way off yet, but they are doing 9 to 5 The Musical, based on the Dolly Parton um, movie, and Dolly Parton, I believe, has produced the all the music for it as well, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, music and lyrics by Dolly Parton. Uh, and, uh, and yes, yeah, so it was, a, it was a movie from around about 1980, I believe, with Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin and Dolly Parton. You're testing my knowledge here. I am. I, I, I'm actually relatively confident of that, especially as I just read it on here as well. Now it just says, based on the <laughs> seminal 1980 hit movie. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so uh, the tickets for that will be on sale soon. Uh, you can find out more about that show from the Harper the Musical Theatre website, which is harpertomusicaltheatre.com. In the meantime, Alan Bellinger, thank you very much. Uh, and uh, dear listener, we'll catch you again real soon. Find out more about the St. Albans podcast on our website, at, which is stalbanspodcast.com. And we're also on the social media. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, where we are at St. Albans Podcast. Thanks for listening to this edition of the St. Albans Podcast with Danny Smith. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or a podcast platform of your choice. This will help us reach more listeners. Join us, the St. Albans Podcast, next Wednesday for more news, views and reviews. In the meantime, commit no nuisance. Produced by Samantha Rolfe. Logo and artwork by David Ellis. 
This is an independent production in association with the Heart Advertiser. If you would like to become a community partner or a sponsor of the podcast, please visit stalbanspodcast.com for more details.